key is not the vert. I'll tell you a story about this vert. I'll tell you a story about this vert, Yehuda, and then the key is not the vert. You'll hear. I was in the car. I once kept up Avi Jaffe like till four in the morning, and he's getting up. You understand? Like fifteen minutes later, I felt guilty. We're like a funny shitter. He comes every year Pesach. He's early to bed. Like our hours just. I'm like, it's all, I'm going to sleep when he's getting up, when he's going to, it's all, when he's going to sleep, I'm getting up, we're just, we're like two time zones in the same house, a lot of fun. And one night he came along with me somewhere, he made the mistake, I'm sure he has shvuas and a darim never to come along with me again, but he came on one of my escapades, and I got him back four in the morning, he's like this sweet, everybody knows his this. And he worked on all his midas that night. He was sweet and nice about it. And Lemaisa, I brought him back for He's getting up in minutes, in minutes from them. Good. I think he comes to my house every year to work on midas. Like that's like part of his... Like a gullus. But anyway, the kitzer is, Yitzla, that I was feeling very guilty. I'm driving my van and just feeling amazingly guilty. And I feel like a sin to him is a sin to So to Hashem, I'll say, Slach Lanu, and I, that's between me and Hashem. But I owe him also, Mechila. So I needed to pay up something, Gishmak. So I pushed was Odin, and there was something on my mind for years that I never told anybody. And I felt like it was a Chshash Apikursus. I had Chshashes that it was Apikursus. I never told anybody. And for many years, I wanted to speak to Rev Feldman from Mary Yisrael about this. And I did, like everything, I get lazy, whatever reason, I didn't get a chance. But I never told anybody, because I, it was a chash apikursis. That night, I was about five to Abi Jaffa, I owed him something. I owed him Pasha that he should be Michael. So I decided I'm going to tell him apikursis, Shepard. I told him you could have three choices. You could jump out of the car, you're not apikursis, and I said, I'll slow down, you won't get injured. And you could just jump out. You can be masking if you want. Well, you can be shy, sick, and we can... Some say, shtika has two interpretations in shas. Shtika kaida. If you say something so outlandish, shtika is not kaida, shas, I'm not even going Shtika is labdafka kaida. So I said, you're quiet. None of us will know. You have three choices. Agree, jump out of the car, or be quiet, and none of us will know. Is it just so ridiculous? Three options you have. I told him over the vert, and he told me, and he gave me physic, and since then I never said it to anybody this vert, except I was about Chayv, to tell him something gishmak. And he told me that Reb Yitzchak Berkowitz said the exact same thing. So I felt freed up and powered. After he told me that, I said it over the first time. Reb Yitzchak Berkowitz said it. Reb Berkowitz is a hero. He said it. It's not apikorsis. I have a right to say, and I said it over. See ya. So I wanna, but I wanna, the, the, I wanna share the vert with you, but the key is not the vert. What I wanna share with you is as follows. There's a pasuk in Mishle, a pasuk that's important to know. It says, Uvidas chadorim yamalu. With das, their rooms they will fill. What you get if you do that, if you fill your rooms with das, kol hoin yakar, all wealth is dependent on filling your rooms with das, vinoim, and ni'imus. Pasuk, the smartest man who ever lived, Shleim HaMelech, tells us that if a person fills his rooms with das, kol hain yakar, all wealth lies here. You get all the wealth in the world, vinoim, and sweetness. 
Wealth means eternity. Wealth means that which you acquire and have forever. If you fill your rooms with das, wealth, eternal, Chazal's view of wealth, the Torah's view of wealth, is that which you keep forever. Ezel Asher, things you keep for eternity. So if you fill your rooms with das, you have wealth. There are many places it says, The Rishonim say that Yisachar saw Olam is Kitoiv, and that the Oretz Kinaim is a good Olam It also says, The ways of Torah are sweet. Chazal in Sukkot say that means that mitzvahs don't harm you in this world. So Ni'imu, sweetness means you have a good Olam Azeh. is eternity. So your eternity, good Olam good Olam lies in filling your rooms with dust. Your rooms means your insides. Filling your inside with das gives you oilum and oilum All your light is tied into filling your rooms with das. Rooms, there are people who build externally a lot. I love when a bacher works out. It's very important to me. Cannot any guy who ever came through Waterbury, the start of their aliyah process and they start working out. We're first physical people and it's important to get a sense that I have to build my body. Very important. I cannot never saw a bacher steig that didn't first start working out. In different, some guys jog, some guys want muscles, tone. I've learned all the different types of things guys want. And first the guy works out. It's always that my son steig started for 11 months. He worked on his jump. And his ruchnius sticker steig started there. Kimat, I've rarely seen a guy not first build and care about his body. I laugh, a parent called me, I told you about this parent worried the kid was on Chaver, was, was searching the streets at night on Chaver, and the parent told me the kid got a beautiful haircut. When your kid starts caring about his look, celebrate, make a big kiddush. It's the start of his Ruchnistic career. He must learn to beautify what he cares about. And he's physical, that's the first thing. You're born a physical being, and when a kid cares about his beauty, it is destructive to a child. You are causing a deep damage when you stop a kid, a young, a Rebbe of a 14-year-old, who yells at the kid for growing his hair is nice, is causing deep damage to the kid's life. Is destroying the kid's life. Straight up, a fact, not cute, this is my belief. Somebody could argue, it's my belief, you are damaging the child from your attorney's ruchnis. Because the norm is what you are to beautify. You have to have that sense. It's like telling a kid before he's ready to share. Your two-year-old is gathering stuff and you say, you take it away, share. He's not ready to share. He first has to learn about gathering. Young Sri Sun and Shine spoke about this, of course. A little kid before he's ready to share, he's two years old. Mine, I want. It's, that's normal. Later on, he first learns bylaws. Then he learns Bailos, then he learns Chesed, to share with you. Revol B'Shreiz, Revol B'Sefer in Chinuch, his, one of his main points in the book is the destruction of teaching somebody something they're not up to yet. To start t- ripping Gashmias, he's at an age buying beautiful pants, and he's going to the store. It was, I had a mice as a mice in I was driving the Waterbury bus, taking guys to bowling a few days before Rosh Hashanah. 
and the guys are playing a schmacker rap on the bus. The bus is bouncing. There's a true story. I kid you not. I'm, I shouldn't say it publicly only because I was on the phone driving the bus. Chas I was an Aveira. I try not to do it. But I was pressured. A father had been calling me over and over and over and I did a chet. And I answered the phone while I'm driving the bus. You have to stand. The bus is bouncing with rap. Mom is shaking. Boom. And we're driving to the bowling alley. This and the father calls a true story. He's beside himself. What should I do? It's El. I'm holding out. My son wants to go to the. He asked me to get him a pair of jeans. What do I do? It's El. Kipper. Few days for Rosh Hashanah. Here, my son wants. And my bus. Boom, boom. I'm like holding, like, like trying that the guy doesn't hear all the sounds. And he's worried. It's Erev Hashanah. The Yid has no shaykhs tavoides Hashem. Not a little. He serves himself. It's no shaykhs tavoides Hashem. He has a child that his Yom Kippur is to finally have some patience. His Rosh Hashanah is Yom Kippur's Aseris Mechuvah is to take his son to the mall, buy him a beautiful pair of pants, and enjoy it and learn to appreciate how good his son learns in tight jeans. And if it has rips on it, if you make fun, you're, you're a balavera. Where's your savlonis? It's kishmak, a little rip there. That's the style. So you learn the styles. But he has no shaykhs. He serves himself. It's embarrassing. For the name, all different things that he calls from. I'm talking about Hashem when you're not about yourself. When you're not stuck. I'm talking about thinking about another person. It's his child. His child is, is raising his son, showing savlonis, this... That's, we're going back to our father and he's going to spend the whole of Shariyam Kippur asking Savlanus from his father. <laughs> the impatient father is wondering how I prepare for the day that I'm going to ask my tata to have patience. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. Like, what do I do? My <laughs> it's, there's a lot of hypocrisy and difficult stuff going on. But the kids here, what I want to say is as follows. That the normal step of Aliyah is you care about your own physical... And then a kid learns there's something more to me. There's a neshama, and the same guy says, I want to build myself for eternity. And then you start building an inner world. And all your success in, in Olam Abba and Olam Azer is how nicely you build this in, internal world. There are people who have, a guy went to Reb Miller and he said, Rebbe, I'm an empty shell. We never built an inner world. I'm an empty shell. And it's normal. At young age, it takes a long time to carefully craft an inner world. You have a world of Yerushalayim, a world inside. It's a third of Yiddishkeit. The Navi divides Yiddishkeit, the Navi and Micha, to three parts. This is called Sneos. To build an inner world. A world of Yerushalayim. A world of Abbas Hashem. There's mitzvahs at Torah on this. There's mitzvahs of the Torah that are dependent on this. It's a third of Judaism is to build this inner world. And all your success, Kol Yakar, all your wealth for eternity, all your ni'imus, what a sweet world, the world of somebody who has an internal world, who builds an inner world, the success is how much you build this inner world. That's what Das means and Chadarim. Yamalu, their insides, their rooms, they fill up with Das. Call Hanyakar to such a person as all the wealth in the world. Vinaim and you get Ulumazeh. Ulumazen Ulumabar promise are handed to the person who successfully, patiently, delicately builds his inner world. Slowly with time, and slowly builds this inner world. And that's the success of our life. How do I build this inner world? What tools do I have? And this is the, a huge aside in Musser. Rev. Dessler writes extensively about it. I read it to the guys of the, one of the last days of this man. 
And this is the secret, and this is what I want to say. Anybody, I, I'm crazy over the Chavetz Chaim. That's, that's the person I want to meet, me and Yankov want to meet. In the last hundred, I need to meet the Chavetz Chaim. I, my son, the first son, I wasn't naming after anybody in the Mishpacha, and I got a name that I love, Yehuda, then I named Yisrael Meir. Chavetz Chaim. And the Chavetz Chaim, if you read his stuff, I, the, the Svarim you read that you like 50% of what they say, 70%, you, like you connect to Chavetz Chaim, like there's no word I ever read that I felt I don't connect to it. Everything the Chavetz Chaim says is so clear, so sharp, so true, so practical. It just grabs you, everything he says. And if you notice, he's full of good Mishalim. Now what in the world is a Mushal? Is that like a rabbinic trick? It's a way of showing you're sophisticated. I went to Rayan today. I'm going to share a mushal with you that, a, that, I, that I experienced today. I was dropping off my son in Rayan, and there was a father before me dropping his son. And other, it was very traumatic. I've never dropped off a son that's not coming home every Shabbos in my life. I've never done it. Truth I shouldn't say, because Yaakov once went to a basketball camp. But it was for, no, it wasn't a week. came home Shabbos. It was a few days. I've never dropped off again, I don't think, in my life. That, that's not coming home, Shabbos. It was very traumatic. My son bounced off to the gym, and I'm sitting there. I'm like a basket case. It was like a big role reversal. He's supposed to be... I'm sitting on his camp bed crying. The council's like comforting me. But he ran off with his friends to play basketball. It was very awkward. The kids are at Varmans. Like the council's first job, his first homesick kid is a parent sitting on the kids. He has a story to tell fine. The kids are at Varmans is that... Is that I'm sitting in the camp dropping off my son, and all the parents are dropping off their kids, and all of us are hoping that somebody has Rahmanas on one of our kids. And that phone call, how much do you love the guy? How much are you crazy over the guy who's going to take care of my hoodie? That guy is gold. That guy, you, you owe the whole world to that guy. Your appreciation for that guy who takes care of your son. And it's so obvious that that's Hashem's feeling to us when we take care of another Yid. Hashem drops him on this earth. And the feeling, words of, of the Messiah Sisharim. And it's Dvarim Pshutim that that's precise what Hashem's feeling. Just take care of my kids. Reb Baron always says, the Medrash and Shir Hashirim, that all I ask of you is be mechabdim zezeh, be oidim. It's all I need from you, Hashem says. To, to us. All I want is be mechabit each other, be And the feeling I today now is that it's great. So I come here to tell you that I'm a big, I'm a big intellectual. I drop off my son and I'm thinking such big thoughts. And I was just sad and then I was wondering, the Mets are up 3 nothing, So they were, at least last time I checked. So it's not a good, a good visual is not, an intel, is not a way to show people I'm an intellectual. I was on the train. I'm on the train. I'm thinking of the Mexican the will. When will the Knicks finally fire Phil Jackson? They Hashem did today. So we're not, it's not a good trick to be an intellectual, to say I'm so bright that I'm different than you. You might be spacing out a train. When I sit on a train, my mind is dovric in these lofty things. We're very much in the same boat. That it's, you know, our mind wanders and gets all distracted. That's not the point of a mushal. What is the point of a mushal? And why does the Chavetz Chaim full of Mishalom? Now, the Chavetz Chaim's mind was Davut Bashem. But why was he full of Mishalom? Why? Why was he over and over saying Mishalom? And the insight is that there's Chachma, there's intellect, but Das is when something is real by you. It's not just intellectual, it's real. I was once walking to Yeshiva from Farmington Avenue. I lived on Farmington. I moved 16, 15 years ago. And I was walking to Yeshiva, 
And I once had the existence of Hashem and I almost fell down on the floor. I came this close to falling down. I was walking down Farmington and I almost fell down. I was thinking certain things. The sun was beautiful. Things happened. I almost fell down on the floor. I knew Hashem before. I knew Hashem after. Something struck real. Instead of being a chachma, a concept, it came real in my system and I almost fell on the floor. It's Hashem. It's a You're with in His presence. It was like an experience. That's das. Chachma's knowledge, information... Das is when it's real to you. When it's emotional reality, call it. It's the first bracha. We ask for das. We want it to be real das. Not an intellectual piece of information, but something that's emotional, that's real. That's what we're striving for. Somebody can give in yeshiva a speech about betachim. And all of us are oh, a dazzling speech on betachim. Mamish, we're all shaken. They go to their car and their car doesn't start. Like shucks, and he says a lot better words than shucks. And he's all, he just gave a speech on Emunah. He's not a fraud. He has chachma, he doesn't have das. I knock over this. Shucks, this ridiculous. <laughs> so a guy, a guy can speak on all the topics of the world. Thank you, Raj. A guy can speak on all the topics of the world, and, and it's chachma, but it doesn't mean it's real by him. It doesn't mean that he lives it. He has the chachma. Das is a, how do you acquire das? The answer, the main answer is with visual. You must have visuals. I knew today, before I went to Reim, that were all the children of Hashem, I knew it's important to help another Yid. Today, it was like, I felt it. It was tangible. The father leaving his son there, hoping that people would be good to his son. And a whole bunch of fathers, the buses didn't come yet, thankfully. So it was all fathers dropping off their sons and mothers. It was so cool, and it was so there. It's up, I knew that before. I didn't, I didn't learn anything new. Except the idea was so there. It was like, wow. It was a room full of people. All these youngsters, these wonderful people, are counselors and junior counselors. All our hopes are right. Please be good to my son. Don't hurt him and be nice to him. Don't hurt him and be nice to him. The fear of somebody has to show him hurting and the hopes of somebody being nice and helping and believing and encouraging. Though that's everything. That's mamish this world. That's mamish. That's <laughs> it's it's you, you, you understand, that's a sayer. All of us know that Hashem wants us to be good to each other. Nothing new was learned in Chachma, but in Das and something being emotionally real. The Chavetz Chaim said Siyurim and lived with all these visuals were not good tricks, a nice rabbinic trick. You make a good sale if you come, not a trick to show your intellectuals, nothing to do with that. Seir is the secret to Das. In Kelm, they used to say the difference in a tzaddik and a rasha seer is power of visual. You must have visuals. Reb Dessler says there are two types of Yetzirah. There's Yetzirah who tricks your intellect. Many times you think something's an Aveir, is a mitzvah, it's an Aveir. He gets you to be nice when you should be mean. He gets you to be mean when you should be nice. That's an intellectual Yetzirah, and you have to fight by thinking better, thinking clear. There's another Yetzirah, he doesn't try to quit you, right? You just get angry in the middle of a ball game, you yell at somebody. You yell at a spouse, at a child. There's nothing to do with mistaken dust, nothing to do with dust. Short temper, no patience, it's not an intellectual mistake. That father was complaining his son needs pants, Arashana, what type of Arashana? Well, that was a mistake intellectual. He should think harder. Wouldn't Savlanus be the best preparation for Arashana? He wasn't thinking. That's an intellectual mistake. But there are other Nisiyan, it's not good intellectuals, just 
it's a temper. Reb Dester says, what's the Eitzah the Yitzaru gets me? It's not intellectual's mistake. He says, see or visual. You must visualize in the moment the Yitzaru gets you to get angry, the only way to battle that moment is to have a visual of what Kass is. You have to have a certain picture. You can't call up a schmooze then. He's not attacking your intellect. The Yitzhar is, is circumventing your intellect. He's getting you in the moment. You can't beat him intellectually. You only can beat him if you have a certain sense that it's past your intellect, that your whole body is into it. You only get that visual. And the Yitzhar fights that we don't bother getting visuals in our life. I'll give an example. How many Yidin spend hours, and it's this is an embarrassing question, we daven and every day, three times a day, we say, Hashem Shemeyat Filo. How long have you spent visualizing that Hashem's listening to everything you're saying? And if the answer is never, we have to start. It's not enough to know intellectually, I'm Shemeyat Filo. There's work to be done. It's the story of life, to know something and bring it to your heart. Your system, Reb Miller asked his Talmudim to work on this, to fill up with das. Practice a minute a day. You're saying Shmakulayim anyways. Stop and picture Hashem's listening. Don't picture a person in Hashem, but visualize that the Bayrei Kolaylamim is listening intently to what you're saying. And you're talking to him and he's hanging on your words. Spend a little time visualizing. It's a different way you'll daven. You won't daven like that because it's not how you talk to anybody. You never spoke to anybody that in your life. Talk to Hashem. He's listening right now. Say, Hashem, Dan Kalish, I'm so, I'm so happy I could talk to you right now. Where do I start? And only give yourself 30 seconds to talk to the very Kalalama. 30 seconds. Hashem, clarify. You want to, let me get together. You want to collect your thoughts. You have 30 seconds. And then begin. Talk to somebody who's listening to you. But you have to use seer, visuals. If somebody's listening, you really waited a long time for their time. And here goes. My father once met Reb Maisha. My father, Reb Maisha, Feinstein, by my father's... My father loves Reb Maisha. And he met Reb Maisha and he wanted to talk and learn him. And Reb Maisha said, What's your name? The father said, They couldn't remember his name. And he didn't talk to him and learn him. He couldn't remember his name. Forget Shas, forget Poiskin. There was no conversation. He didn't end up talking to Maloney. He couldn't remember his name. And Ramesha was humble. My father was so... Ramesha, so... Be hasty. <laughs> My father said... <laughs> he didn't remember what he was called. He didn't remember his name. <laughs> he couldn't remember his name. My Rebbe walked out of Ramesha and Chesed Shiyid like asked the simplest Shiloh in front of Ramesha's house. He asked like, what brach is water? My Rebbe said, I, I just saw I know nothing. I, I don't know. He said, I just saw, I'm like, I, I don't know anything. I, I don't know what bracha is water. He couldn't answer the shayla. He couldn't, he couldn't answer what bracha water was. He was like, so like, I just saw, I know nothing. He, didn't answer, he couldn't answer the chesidah shit. I'm sorry. He couldn't answer him. He couldn't. The visual. To learn to visualize things, to practically say it. We say in Aleinu every day, L'sakein oilam b'mal choshakein. To establish the world with the reign of Hashem. Beautiful words. Did you ever stop and picture a world that runs the Yerushimayim? What are you going to do about it? What is your plan? This is our mission. I picture getting all the 7-Elevens to stop showing pizza sticker magazines. 
but a world, a godly world, that people aren't special. So going to all the seven elevens, having the courage, going around and getting all the seven elevens in the world, all the supermarkets, with human beings, if an animal's frequent there, they can show whatever magazine they want. But any supermarket that a human being walks into, there's no bad magazines. What's your plan? To make the world a godly place. If you don't visualize, you're going to say things all the time. If you ever said, now, Lucas, how do we really, like, have a, how, do you have a, how do you have a meaningful experience when you say, Luca with visual? All of Tillam are visuals. The last Haluka is a whole symphony. People singing with different instruments, singing Hashem. You have to visualize what's being said. The power of visualizing things. Don't overload your system at once. Very little. Start a little bit. Visualize things. Take different visuals. You should have a visual for how bad cast is. What it means to you. What is anger? What's so bad? What is what is anger? Look, I have a certain picture of a vowel cast. You should learn to use visuals to see it through. I tell guys before they go in Ben Azman, and many people decide over and over they're not going to go into certain habits. What you have to do is you have to sit down with yourself alone and you close your eyes and you visualize what your mother is going to say and you visualize responding right. And visualize it over and over and over until it happens. And you know it, and you know the lines, visualize all the lines that always get you mad, that your little sister says, the types, and visualize hearing it and, and responding different than you usually do. Use visuals and see it and see it again and see it again and see it again. Repeat it, repeat it, till it leaves the ratio. I'm saying I did switch different usages of visuals. There are different ways. Visuals must be used by the Ebed Hashem. They're an important power. Now here goes the vert that I was worried was that because Berkowitz said it. It's 100% not so Berkowitz says it. The vert is, we say every day in Shman Esrei, about Hashem, we're talking about to Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Then we say something that's breathtaking. For years, it's like so wild we say this. We call Hashem Leke Avram, the God of Avram. How in the world can we call Hashem Leke Avram? The God of Avram? That's so limiting. Hashem's, he's the, Avram's the greatest human ever lived. True. We call Hashem the God of Avram? Could you imagine on a king to say that this king is the, the, a king, the, the president, you know, Trump. You say, you know, he's the president over this, these two ants. The president of 300 million people. 300 million people. You say he's the president of two ants. Disgrace. Now, Avram Avinu is the greatest human being who ever lived. But Hashem, he's Elikei Avram. That's who you call him? For years it bothered me, Elikei Avram. What does that mean? Hashem's like it's true. It is true. He's like everybody, and the greater, but it's still he's Hashem. Avram, you call him. And Rabbi say, the pshat is when people met Avram Avinu, they heard all about Hashem, and people it was a world devoid of closeness to Hashem. Avram Avinu taught the world das Hashem to know about Hashem. But more than all his lessons that he taught is when you met Avram, Avram behaved like his master Hashem. And he studied Hashem's behavior and became an awesome Baal Chesed, similar to Hashem. When people met Avram, imagine you hear a lot of Ebuchayim Kanievsky, but it's like, yeah, maybe, I, I can't visualize such a Yid. But then you meet a student of Ebuchayim, like, ah, now I see what you mean. 
The experience of meeting Avram Avinu more than anything they, he taught, meeting him exposed you and made you understand Hashem, his master. Elokei Avram is the pshat that Avram Avinu, through Avram imitating Hashem, gave the world an understanding of Hashem. And Yitzchak gave a certain understanding, and so did Yaakov Avinu. Each one in a different aspect brought out that people said, Ah, just by the echo, by the Talmud, who was living according to what he understood of the rabbi, just by that Evid, who was living based on the rabbi, that then who was living based upon the Av, it gave people an understanding of Hashem. That's the greatest thing Avram Avinu did is nothing to do with what he taught. It's what his essence taught. And his essence, people said, but people want to understand Hashem's chesed. A youngster can only understand Hashem's Ava if a parent's good to their child, they are handing them Hashem. Through the Ava, whenever we speak about Hashem, we say Avinu. Avinu is a picture. A father who doesn't behave like a father is stealing God from his children. Because there's no visual. Hashem, Avinu. That kid needs somebody in his life who behaves like an Av, who he then could say, ah, ah. What Hashem feels, take the person who loves you unquestionably the most, then you have a visual of how Hashem feels about us. So our Father's tremendous love and value, and when others are looking at us all the ways, the Father's unshaken by a drip. My father has a line, a pithy statement that there's so much depth in this line. My father says that every kid's an Eloy till he goes to school. It's such a good line. Every parent, my son's a genius, my son's a genius. Then the, the, the sobering reality of school, where many kids are proven not to be geniuses. The father was right, the kid's an Eloy. The father was right, but the papa saw was spot on what the father saw. It's not true the, what the school unteaches. And the father has to keep on the igloo that he saw. Brains, there's no way, brains is limitless. To, to, to ever sum up brains, it's like, there's no test in the world. Any thinking person knows. You can't check Chachma. There's no, there's no system. I know people that are called geniuses, and socially they're stupid. They don't have one friend. They say the dumbest thing to their wives, so the guy's smart. Out of people that are socially geniuses and can't add two plus ten, you know, they can't hit it. Smartness is so dizzying. There's no, there's no barometer that tests smartness. Of course the father's right. My son's an Eloy. The Chachma, the understanding of a person is, is, is off the charts. The Chachma of a person. The parents are right. School teaches, teaches the wrong thing. The kids in Eloy. When we say all kids are geniuses till they start school, and not to rip school. School's excellent. School's a wonderful place. And, and, and Be'ez HaShem, within the school also, has to keep that same Mitzvah that every kid's an Eloy. That's the goal of school, to keep the Mitzvah, because every kid's an Eloy. It's true, this guy's math- mathematics is not where his Eloyish guy comes out the most. This guy's science, and this guy this. But every kid's an Eloy. The Chachm of a person... But this verb, Rabbi said, to use siurim, to use visuals, to fill up your inside and slowly, don't rush, don't have many. Take one and be in a little. Use siurim, use all different visuals in your life to, to really get ideas that are elusive. Again, don't overload your brain. Like any ruchni is a thing. If a guy tries to do too much at once, he's left with tafasta, merubaloi tafasta. He has to grab slowly. 
But to fill up our inside with the world, to create an inner world, we beautify our outer world, that's important, and a person, has, then a person says, one second, there's more, there's a part of me I have to deal with. Beautify your inner world. The icker way to attain das is through tziyum, through using all different visuals. Take opportunities, study any Chavetz Chaim, and really take the time to go through his Mishalim. The Chavetz Chaim put on plays for himself. Alone in the room, it's Yadua, Rabbi Chanan watched what he was doing. His Rebbe was alone in the room, Rabbi Chanan peeked in, and the Chavetz Chaim was doing a play where he was dying and being judged in the world to come, but he does a whole intricate, detailed play. He did these detailed plays, it should be visuals. He should see it, and he should have that visual. It should be very, very clear to him that there's no Yilum Now he knew there's no Yilum but the Chavetz Chaim lived the same way that hallway to us is. We know outside the door, it's like we just know it. That's how the Chavetz Chaim knew Yilum Right outside the door, it was another room. It was like, it was as tangible as real. He gained that type of das through visuals, through using different visuals, and there are many visuals at our disposal. So when you, when you hear Mishalim in the future, don't you have good marshal? It, the marshal's meant for you to sit down with and get it through your system and really see it and experience it. When the people, I'll give you, this is a marshal of Tseir, one of the important games of davening in a, in, a, in a quiet shul. It's one of the games, one of the big games, if people are talking in shul, you're getting a different seer than the reality. Hashem's real here, it doesn't feel like it. It's very hard to get das, that we're all talking to Hashem, because it doesn't feel like it. When you're around people that are davening to Hashem, it becomes real by you. One of the best things about, I feel, as a friend of mine, is the Yari Shemayim. Being around them gives me Yari Shemayim because I get to visualize somebody in front of Hashem. I see his behavior, it's the way he says brachas, the way he behaves, he's in front of Hashem. And it's a live visual to me. It becomes something I like seeing it. I'm experiencing somebody with Hashem. And just the tzir, the visual, helps it become more real by me. Now I know before we're in front of Hashem. But I need my whole system to feel it and experience it and see it. Certain people, the way they daven, it's kedai to go into certain shuls that you can experience this mitzayos. It's very important visual. Revolba says that I've tried it on my children. Revolva says you're two-year-old, and I've seen it. At a very young age, one and two, when you start benching, they're studying you. And at everything you do, they study. They learn about life. My son asked me, asked my wife, he's two and a half years old, he asked my wife, she once gave him medicine. And he said, oh! He said like, like I don't know if he said, oh, he said some expression of like, it hit him. He said, that's Hashem. The med- my wife always says, Hashem's going to make you better. So now she's giving him medicine. He put to it, oh, that's Hashem, the medicine. That's what you told my father, that's Hashem? That was a tough question, but they're studying. They're trying to figure out life. You always speak about Hashem. You told me Hashem is going to heal me. She gave him some medicine. He like, oh, that, they're always trying to study and learn and understand and figure out. My son, Chap, was a big milestone. When he Chap, my car, my wife's car. Then it threw him for a loop. Yaakov's taking mommy's car. He was like angry by it. Because he finally had it down. Mommy's car, Tati's car. Tati and Echazes over and over. And over. Every time they want to Echazes the truths. Mommy's car, Tati. Yaakov's driving Mommy's car was like not manageable for him. That's, it's not, and it bothered him. If, by little kids sometimes, if one kid will go to sleep in another kid's bed, so he gets upset. 
it throws, throws off his world. He's learning the world. By us, we see somebody, another guy, he's not worried about the Geneva. He's worried the emesses have to be emes. You can't shake my world like that. I finally understood. Man, he's bad. Man, he's bad. And they'll chazm it a hundred times. They like saying it over and over. And don't get tired of listening to it. Man, he's bad. Yep, man, he's bad. It's kishmak. When my kids are younger, I get frustrated. Now it's beautiful. Man, he's bad. You got it. Let's do it again. Man, we go around to different rooms. It's so cool. He's studying the world. Man, he's bad. When somebody's on man, he's bad, it's like a big mess up of his whole world. He doesn't know, man, he's bad, man, he can share you, nah, you're ahead of the game. Man, he's bad. Somebody else on it, this whole world's like gone. Like, it like throws into question everything. All the truths that are up there are like, it's man, he's bad. So they'll pull off somebody off the bed, little kids. That's man, he's bad. That's not, there's no, it's not his bed, it's man, he's bad. That's the Matthias of little, of little children. Now, Got what I wanted to say. What I want to say. No, 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 no. So Revolva said, Revolva said that your little children, when they see you make a bracha, they see you, you're a person. You talk to other people. It's part of their world. All of a sudden, you make a bracha from young, Revolva says under one, but I say at least one or two, Revolva says it, I saw in my own kids, from the youngest ages, they look up, and you're talking to nobody, they stare at you. It doesn't fit anything in their world. This is much more powerful than telling your kid, who made it rain? Because they also know that voice. That's the voice my dad, like saying something he himself's not so into. They know our voices. They, they follow things. Who made it rain? That's shvach. 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 They know that. That's a different voice. That's like the teaching voice. My dad. That's not this. I never, I never saw him. They observe. When you're talking, Revolva says, when you make good brachas in your house, you bring your shemayim to your home. Dad is talking. Your, your older kids see it. And, the, Hashem, and if you make bad brachas, they see that shit too. I'm going to thank Hashem right now. I'm going to thank Hashem right now. You tell you with not, no cute voice. None of this. Who made us bread? None of that. Okay, let, let's, let's thank Hashem right now. The same cool voice. Don't say it over and over. Don't get cute. Guys, Hever, let's thank Hashem. Instead of saying, let's bench. Tell you, let's thank Hashem. Don't smile. Let's thank Hashem now. And then you bench. You thank Hashem. And they see, like you're busy doing something. They watch there. They're all looking. Well, he was pretty, he's thanking Hashem. The visual is extremely powerful. The visual of somebody thanking Hashem. Hashem had Noyach build the table for over a hundred years. The point was that the people were terrible sinners. Ultimately, they needed a mabul. The last hope was visual that a man was building the table to tell the world you're going to be destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it, say it. They had to watch. The only hope was visual to save their lives. It didn't. And that's the sugya for itself. But the only hope was a visual of a man building. And what is he building? And he's busy for 100 years, 120. He's busy for years. What is he? He's building the teva. The world's headed for destruction. Hashem's not happy with reactions. But it's not a schmooze. It's a bang of a hammer. A practical guy. He's a cool guy. He used to join in all the five on fives. He's a wonderful neighbor. I think he's normal. A normal person is doing that. It's like so crazy. You leave your house better than who made it rain is tell your children, I'm going to talk to Hashem. I'm going to pray to Hashem for you. I'm going to pray. I'm going to Daven. I want to talk to Hashem for a few minutes.
Then you go talk to Hashem. And Brachis and Revolba said the visual changes your kid's life. Seeing somebody else who does it honestly, the guy's really thanking Hashem. Now, if it's done right, if it's done in a way that looks like some, just like some cannotation that you say, you never talk to anybody like that. You're talking to people one way, and it's not, that's not felt, that's not real, that's not. I was reading a book, on, on somebody bought me a book, it's a little insulting, but somebody bought me a book on how to, how to be a good speaker. So, <laughs> smart guy. So I'm reading this book, and a big part of the book, he says, and so rightly, people when they're speaking, they rush and they don't have the pause, and he says, if you watch two people, when they talk to somebody else, they talk a certain way. And when they speak, they speak much more rapid fire, and it's not as the best speakers in history, Churchill, Reagan, the best speakers ever, speakers ever paused a lot. And they spoke the same way they were talking to somebody else. Reagan, like, studied it. He studied it hard to pause properly. The pace should be very similar when he's speaking to one person. If your pace is different, my Rebbe Rai Perry is excellent at this, a great speaker. Because you're talking to people. If you do it differently, that's not a voice how you talk to anybody. So to the people, you're not talking to them. Now that's a speech. The best speech is people, you really mean it. You're talking to me. But people in a speech get all nervous. And they're speaking rapid. You don't talk that way. The, to, to say brachas and the way how you talk, the tzir, the visual, that you said the brach, exactly. Hey, what's, who's he talking to? He's talking to Hashem. Parachat to Hashem. The visual that's given to the onlooker of that, of somebody who's talking to Hashem, thanking for the food, somebody who afterwards appreciating the food they got, that visual gives Yerushamayim to the looker, to the onlooker, to that scene. And the importance for us to surround ourselves with good visuals of truth, of things we know as the truth, but we want to live as the truth, that is the power of tzir, the power of visual, that all of us have to enact in our life. Karbanais, the, the Rishayim speak a lot, what a carbon is, very fascinating. You picture somebody takes an animal and throws it on the altar, like, the whole scene is like, what is that? We all come with animals, chuck them on the altar. Very difficult. One, one of the pshatim in the Rishayim is that we're giving up our, our physicality, we're giving up our, our uh, much carbon is for chet, and there's a part of us that's just selfish, the animal part, that's just I want. And the visual of seeing the animal on the mezbeach is the person visualizing, the seer, that there's a part of me that just does whatever he wants. I'm giving up that part of me. I don't want that part of me that just does whatever he wants. I want a controlled part. I want the Adam in me to rule. And seeing the behemoth, the visual of seeing the behemoth be destroyed is the visual that he's seeing a part of himself that he doesn't want to be in charge and empowered. He's destroying, he's like this, Luke Parshas Chukas. He's being mamus atzma. He's killing the animalistic part that just does what I want and he's getting rid of that part. He's mamus atzma. But again, that's the power of visual. There are many, many instances. A lot of mitzvahs are visuals and things you get to see and experience. And therefore the idea, Avram Avinu Rai, Sun and Shine, spoke to us, was mechaving to mitzvahs. He thought about Hashem, remarkably, he had like a system, how to serve God, and remarkably he figured out every mitzvah we do. 
a lot of mitzvahs are built on this idea. Why are you putting on tefillin? Avram Avinu, why do you think to tie his arm, tie my head? Why can't I just say, God, my actions and mind are yours? Because if you don't have a visual of it, it doesn't become real by you. So Avram Avinu tied his arms. And the visual, in the morning you can visualize. I'm yours. You're tying yourself up for Hashem. I'm completely given over. I'm bound to you, Hashem. My physical actions and my mind is bound to you, Hashem. But the visualization of it takes an idea that was theoretical, that was chachma, and it turns it into das. This art, this talent of tzayr, of visuals, and us using it gives us kol ha'inyaka, all the wealth of the world. It gives us noim. It gives a good oil That's the art all of us should acquire. One van nigan before marriage. A little excuse. Little noise we're allowed to make. Akival is not here. Avi, I need your voice for one van. I'm feeling an oldie.